Thank you. Welcome to Schmear's the Deal. I'm Nick Feynman here with Jake Seahawk. Jake, where are we today? We are in Prospect Heights. We are. Again, two Again. episodes in a row. We're Brooklyn bound. I'm super happy about it. I live right around the corner. We're at the old Brooklyn bagel shop. I've literally I didn't know the name until like twenty minutes ago. Nick I, kept referring it referring to it in text as ye old bagel shop. Ye old bagel shop. Ye old bagel shop. Well, because it's spelled S H O P P E. Old O L D E Bagel Brooklyn Bagel Shop S H O P P E. Right. Exactly. Um, we're on Vanderbilt and uh, Prospect Plaza. We're right by uh, Prospect Park right now. It's, it's pretty nice. It's a beautiful day out. A little beautiful chilly. morning. A little chilly. Kind of feels like a fall morning. It does a little bit. on On this week's episode, uh, we're going to review the bagels, classic mention schmuck of the week. Uh, we'll talk about the Captain America, the newest Captain America review, Civil War, I believe it's called. Then we're going to break down the future of transportation. Elon Musk had a big week with Hyperloop, or did he? Hyperloop seems a little fake. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> it seems a little fake. I'm sorry. It does. We'll get. We'll get to that. We'll have our final toast. So we'll get the hell out of here. I've heard of like complaints. You just don't like anything Elon Musk does. Yeah, it's because he's an evil villain. He's going to kill us all. You wait. I mean, that's a prediction I don't want to come true. But for avid listeners, you know my thoughts. No one is this good. He's taking too much power. When is the turn? Anyway, what do you think of the bagels? So far, I'm just I'm, I'm going half by half. Nick and I usually get two bagels and we just split them in half and we each ha- we share. So so far, I've I've only had the bacon, egg, and cheese. It's very solid. I've had it before. I'm really happy with it. We also got our classic lox the classic scallion. So you've I, you've dug into that. What do you think? They're they're both solid. Um, this is well. Let me let me preface it this way. Jake loves to order the bacon, egg, and cheese. I personally think in a bagel store, it's a little bit of a cop-out. Let me, wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. This is the first place we have been to where the bacon, egg, and cheese is better than the lox. Wow. And schmear. Now, it's very the good. The question is, is that high praise for the bacon and cheese or a little bit of a... It's both. It's both. Because the lox are good, but it's not... You know what it is? They don't pack on the lox here like they do a lot of other places, and the ratio to me just isn't as good. Also, the bagel is saltier. The everything bagel has like some more onion, whatever. The, uh, I guess onions on it, <laughs> or onions and garlic. <laughs> Jake is laughing at how stupid that comment was. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's it's a little saltier, and that doesn't help with the lox, but it really helps with the bacon, egg, and cheese. You know what the the motto is though: a little salt goes a long way. Right. Well, this is a lot of salt, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Um, I mean, I it's solid. It. Like it, it once again is on our baseline of New York bagel places. You really can't go wrong. For the most part, we have yet, and when we find a place, we will trash it. I guarantee, I guarantee you. But this place so is solid. It's we, good. We were we were going to uh, uh, interview Frank, the owner. Frank, he uh, stood us up. He was a no show. It's okay. <laughs> so here we are. It's we're a Monday just, morning. We're just chit chatting. I but basically, do, we have nothing I do planned have a, for this segment. I do thanks have a question. No, no, no. Here's the it. thing. I do have a question for you, and this is a conversation that my roommate brought up the other day. He came into the living I room lo- and I said, love "Dumb roommate conversation." He said, "Jake." Do you want to go to Las Vegas? Yes. And I said no. What? But and I know you've been. And I know you've had a great time. And I just want to like kind of hear what your thoughts are <laughs> on like on Las Vegas because I have I don't I have no interest in ever going to Las Vegas. Well, it depends what you want to do. You love golf. They're great golf courses. So I was about to say if like if I had to go, I would just go and play golf the whole time. Like if I if I was invited by like a good friend for like a bachelor party or something, I would just go and play golf. Wow. Remind me never to invite you to my bachelor party. Hey, Whoa. we're here to celebrate you. I'm I mean, going to go not, hang like, out on a golf course. Like, for I don't really do drugs. 
and I don't drink that much. Do you gamble? And I don't gamble. Yeah, there's not much. And I don't like to go out. Do you like shows? I do love shows, and I do love Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, so so it sounds to me like you're going to go. Do you think that there would be things for me to... Like, do you think I would have a good... Do you think that... I honestly think there is something for every single person to do in Las Vegas. The question is, do you think that there's something for everyone to, like, have an unbelievable time in Las Vegas? Or do you think you can just, like, go and, like... Pass the time. I don't. I <laughs> if mean, you don't gamble, yeah, it's it's a hard place to pass the time. I think it's it's a place where you're there for two days. You kind of do whatever you want to do, either golf or gamble or drink or do drugs and go to a club, whatever. You do that as much as you want, and then you sort of two days are done, and you're like, all right, I gotta go. That's right. like it. You do it's it's a place where like you can literally do whatever you I want. I will it's say like, that I did do like the PV spring break when I was in, when we were in school and. Did you like that? I did have a good time with that. That seems like something so far away from something you would like. I did it, but like you said, I did it once, and I was like, I never need to do Like, I feel like I got Vegas out of the way through that PV trip. I think that's fair. I mean, I think Vegas is like, once you're there for longer than two days, you start to see how goddamn seedy it is. It's really seedy. Right. And, I mean, you start to realize how superficial it is. It's cool. When you land, there are you know, bright lights everywhere. The casinos, all the hotels are really nice. The pools are nice. The amenities are really nice if you like, like yes, you go get that, a nice that, massage. That I think I would really be into. Sounds to me like you're really into it. You can go get a massage, play two rounds of golf, and come home. Sounds great to me. Maybe three or four. You're yeah, making food's a pretty, really good. Me, a pretty convincing argument. I mean, I just think I, the the one downside is is the flight from New York. Right. For us, and it, it's pretty expensive, also. Because you're right. Because it, it's really cheap to get a hotel room. I mean, hotels are really cheap because they want you to gamble. That was like the se- that was the sell. From the room, it was like you want to pay fifty dollars a night. Good Jewish guy sell in a good good hotel in Vegas. To where Caesars? I don't know. I maintain you would have a great time, and I would love for you to go just to hear your opinion because I could also you. I could see you just like seeing through the superficialness and just hating it after like (laughs) a day. I think you would really like it for like a day, and then just be. I would just be like, get me out of here. So that was question one. Question two was, but but I so I went for a fantasy draft, and that is a, it was pretty a awesome. Lot of fun. Question two was, um, first off, a congratulations to Nick. Nick and his roommates just signed a lease in the West Village, we which did. is a big deal. Away from Tompkins Square, I Vegas, feel like though. Chris. Sorry, I'm breaking this to I you. I feel over like the air. Um, we'll be back in other cities. Signing a lease is like kind of ho hum. In New York, signing a lease is like you can gra- like you congratulate someone when they sign a lease in yeah, New York because you know they've gone through hell. You know they've gone through hell to get there. Hell. So Nick's moving to the West Village. Well, I got to tell the story how we ended up with this place. Okay, so we uh, were in contract to sign with another place. It, w- it was nice. We liked it. It was in Chelsea. My roommate Matt had you know been pushing for places in the West Village. We thought it was sort of sort of Jake. What do you think of the bagel? I just bit into the. Do you agree with me? The, no. bacon, the bacon and cheese is better. I don't agree. Well, yes, I agree with you on that. I think this is terrible. Wow. He whispered. He's afraid. I don't think it's terrible. I disagree. I would. I guess, you know what? But our original Rubik, would would you get it again? Not and in I, a million years. I would not. Well, okay, well, that's... <laughs> you just went from zero to 60 very, very quickly. That's I, an awful bagel. Wow. Do you think it's too salty? I'm What's your problem I'm not going to eat the rest it? of it. What? Well, no, that's not true. Yeah, that's I'll such bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on the that. The fish is really fishy. The yeah, schmear yeah, yeah. has no fl- The schmear has no flavor. Yeah. Wasn't very good. I'm This is the first one we've been to that I've been like 
First off, the bacon, che- egg, and cheese is fantastic. It's really good. But the bagel with schmear and lox is atrocious. I love that you're whispering. Dude, well, just... I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> I literally have trashed someone standing next to us before. That's mean. At Tompkins Square. The guy that was in all in our business. Oh, that's true. But I don't think he was listening. Yeah, he's... And also, he was a douche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not douches. You know what? They I just bet, make a I bad bet he loved wine. I'm just saying, that's a yo low blow, a, man. Low, all the way low blow. All right, I, did, I actually did not mean to interrupt. Oh yeah, so we uh, basically we ended up seeing this place, and we got in a foot race with a group of girls to put down a down payment. We only got it because our bank was closer. Nice. And they tried to like bribe B- the realtor. Boa, boa. Uh, no, 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 a little chase action. Chase bank, nice. A little chase action. Nice. Sometimes. Chase goes a long well, way. Well, you know, Chase was kind of ironic in this in this, situa- <laughs> in this situation. So, uh, yeah, but so we did it. We're done with it. I ha- I never want to move ever again. I hate, and I haven't even moved. I just hate the process. And you- honestly, moving itself is not that hard. It's you hire a moving company. You like, you think it's not going to be worth it because they're re- like relatively expensive, right? And they come and they move your entire apartment in three hours, and then you're like. Holy shit, that was the best thing that I've ever... That's the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. See, I don't think we're going to do that. We're going to do it ourselves. Like, I could not recommend two men in a truck more highly. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll look them up. I guarantee you my roommates say no. Yeah. Like, we were, we were fully moved in four hours. That's ridiculous. How is that possible? They just come and they... Two men in a truck. There's actually three <laughs> men in a truck. This in, in, in Lower they Manhattan, need to, they, they need to, to bring it. Well, the, in Lower Manhattan, the problem is there's so f- little parking that they literally just need to bring someone to stay in the car. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be the same for us. Yeah. It's like below 50th or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. By the way, Jake's still eating the bagel. Predictable. I'm not happy about it. I. It's one of those things that's like, what time is it? It's like 8.15 in the morning. I'm yeah, hungry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. There's some double bubble machines. I've never had schmear with less flavor. Flavor. Wow. Ever? You need to come to Washington D.C., man. There's some bad bagels. And I don't know if it's the bagel that's like hiding it or what. Cause it's probably just like store bought schmear. Yeah. But like, well, we normally we're used to a little bit of kick because we get the scallion, which this is. Which this no is. Kick. No. So kick. we're actually we didn't even describe where we are. We're in like the corner. There's some tables over to the side. When we're you walk in on the right. And we're looking out, well, Nick is, I'm looking at the vending machine, but Nick's <laughs> looking out at uh, a really nice street uh, called Vanderbilt. So, Jake, so we don't, we forgot our sign today, which is actually pretty integral. Cause By we, look- you mean Jake forgot yeah, the sign? Yeah, well, I was tr- <laughs> trying to sugarcoat a little. But literally, people are just giving us looks like, who the hell are these guys? Just a couple bros with microphones. That I didn't like no, that no, at all. Yeah, neither, I didn't like that sentence yeah. even a little bit. Yeah, it was bad. All right, uh, well... Jake's going to continue to be miserable. We're going to wrap up this segment. Uh, we'll be back with Mention Schmuck of the Week and our review of Captain America yeah. Civil War. This is Shmears the Deal. You were an Abercrombie model? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not, it's not bad. It's just like that. Because to, to me, an Abercrombie model is the, the, the ultimate, like, that's what, in terms of, like, white, that's <laughs> as white as you get. Like, you could be, it's like, it's like Nazi and then Abercrombie and Fitz model. You know what I mean? What's that? You're German? <laughs> he goes, that works, I'm German. There's a reason why they call me wet leg Jake. 
All right, welcome, welcome back to Schmears the Deal. Oh, we're back? Yeah, we're back. Oh, I had to geez. bring it back. Things that... Uh, you, did you, the, was that on? Yeah, it was rolling. Oh, no. So uh, we are, s- we're still we're still <laughs> at ye old bagel shop, old Brooklyn bagel shop. This Jake thing just, just turned south in a hurry from Jake, the Jakester. <laughs> Jake just... We were talking to a very nice owner, very, very nice man, uh, who proceeded to spill an entire cup of coffee at Jake. It was awesome. I have... My legs are so to wet. To be perfectly honest with you, it's my favorite thing that's probably happened in our show listen, as long as you listen are okay. the are you thing okay? is first off two things one totally fine totally totally fine I just have a wet leg second it was bound to happen eventually because we just we have so many wires on these tables with just like yeah. open cups of coffee i'm quite frankly surprised it's a this miracle is the first didn't time go directly on the computer Right, a mere so many things happen <laughs> that are good. We have two microphones, a sound mixer, and a laptop on this one, one tiny little table. I will say about this place; they're very, very nice uh, marble tables. I don't know if you noticed. These nice. are real. They're not um, a real deal. You know, it's not nice. This pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, they're right. ruined. Uh, I like this. I like these the, pants. Uh, the entire we recorded the entire thing. Our our mics were rolling. I have no idea if it's any good. So if it, it could is, be part of our extra is, schmear. We will, play, we will play it in the extra schmear, which will come out next Monday. Um, but it that was amazing. A, that was a nightmare. That was, that was literally a nightmare. a nightmare. Which is segue, which you think Captain America: Civil War was correct? By and large, are we, we gotta get to mention schmuck. Though. Oh, I didn't even. God. I'm a mess. You're a mess. The, coffee, the, mor- the morning show and the distraction of the coffee, the it's coffee all been a, just, There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I uh, will say that that woke me up <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Jake was pretty tired before. Yeah, and then oh you get hot God. coffee spilled in all over your lower body. You know what they say. <laughs> and in your shoes. And in my... Li- right, I had to uh, dry out my shoes. They had literally puddles of coffee in them. Dude, they're worse things. Worse things for them to be puddles of. Let's... Matt, I think a mint is like a superhero. Those were the days when I was just a poor schmuck. They're looking at him like, what a schmuck. All right, I have mench. I'm going to go real quick. Yeah, get My it mench is Burger King. They, uh, in Helsinki, they opened a Burger King spa where for three hours you can go hang out in a sauna and That's they'll give you unlimited Burger King food. Burger King, you are a mensch. Who you got? Who's your schmuck? My schmuck. There's <laughs> <laughs> the dude that just spilled coffee on me. <laughs> Who may or may not be the owner of this place. I was not happy. Suffice to say. And I switched <laughs> up my schmuck of the week. Yeah, it's a pretty quick switch. Uh, yeah. Suffice Deserve to it. say, we're probably not coming back here. I think I'm never going to come back here again. <laughs> and you live pretty close to I me. I live right around. It's the closest bagel store to me. I'm Bergen, never coming we're here Bergen again. fan. They're officially the cemented we're Bergen. Burger bagels are officially have my um, endorsement as Honestly, the bagel shop of this Prospect is, uh, Heights. But this is that was hysterical. This that has like made my morning. an absolute nightmare <laughs> of a morning. Jake is holding a rag to his pants. I'm holding a rag to my <laughs> pants as we speak. It uh, looks like I've really, really wet myself. I mean, like badly. Your, it's like Happy Gilmore or, or Billy Madison. One of those one Adam, of those Sandler, Adam Sandler, Sandler juvenile comedies. Right, all right, so Get my, my movie high my, horse. My, I have a no, feeling I do that's love gonna play in My schmuck of the week right. was gonna be actually tied into Captain America. It was gonna be Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers for having Why? so sincerely blown the opportunity See, they had. I just disagree with you. 
I very just rarely from a financial openly, point of view. Oh, did, but it's the highest grossing movie. How much do they? Batman vs Superman. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Civil yeah. War. No, I, was no, no. I was saying Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah, well, blown they, it. yeah, they they're just immediate. Screwed. They came out with what like this a movie that's never come out before, and then Marvel comes out with like just Avengers 3.0 and just immediately crushes. Just them. eviscerates. Yeah, them. eviscerates them. They've ar- I think they've already passed them at the box office after like two weeks. Yeah, it wouldn't I mean the movie's much better. Captain America: Civil War. Did you see Batman vs Superman? I did eventually. Oh, we'll have to talk about that later because I still haven't seen it. Okay, all right. I don't want to. I don't want to. I still right. will eventually watch it. So, uh, but so let's get in, let's get into our review. So, do you just want to give a quick overview? Yeah. So, uh, every superhero Captain America: ever Civil is War movie. is basically it is Captain America three, but it is also it's also Avengers three, and it is about how in the wake of some kind of superhero destruction. The government wants to essentially register all of the superheroes. Half of them say, yeah, we need to be put in check. And the right. other half say, hell nah, we are, we're rogues. And right, led ins- by Captain America. Led by Captain America, and it kind of incites a civil war amongst the superheroes. Right. And they start to go head Which to head. Which is cool. I, I will say I read a couple of reviews that said they like liked the moral okay, battle so there between are, the two, which I didn't. Want. I do want to say there are a ton of merits to this movie. I think first and foremost, the largest merit of it is that it showed you can make like a huge blockbuster superhero movie, and it doesn't have to revolve around an apocalypse or like a near end of the world scenario. And I think that that in itself has an absolutely humongous amount of merit to it. Oh, that's cool. I, know. Um, I mean, that's yeah, a perspective and, and, and I And then when you think have. about it, it's like, kind of, like that makes, that's a cool thing. Like, yeah, you look yeah, at yeah, every other cool. big superhero movie and they all end in it's some sort of It's all good versus evil. And then like, who, obvious. The, the villains trying to ruin the world. And this is not that way. And Except that makes it cool. Except for Watchmen. But Watchmen might and I still haven't a, seen Watchmen. Are and you it's, serious? It is at the top. It is actually actually at the top of my Dude, two watches. I might have to make you watch that this weekend. It's a great movie. But it's similar. It's similar in I, I won't give anything away. Watchmen, but it's similar to this Captain America movie because it's sort of you can't. It's hard to tell who is on the right and who is on the wrong, which is the entire point of Watchmen. This tied into that a little bit. Um, anyway, I, it's I I really enjoyed it. I think this. I mean, we every movie review we have this conversation. It was really enjoyable. See, I didn't they have, think so. Th- but they have a formula. W- uh, yes, it's a formula, but a formula of action and comic relief, which I enjoy. There are a couple things I hated. I hated the plot. I hated the plot. I thought the plot was really. St- well, I just didn't. It didn't make any sense to me why the bad guy was doing what he was doing. Just trying to tear them apart from the uh, inside, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, but that's like. It's a lot of work to do that, to be honest with you. It would be way easier just to try to blow up the world <laughs> <laughs> with all the steps he went through. Um, like I do really like that actor, though, Daniel Bruhl. Yeah, he was good. He's a very he good actor. He was a good actor. They just, like, He's a very good in one of my favorite movies, Inglorious uh, I Bastards. I can't decide. Yeah, he is great in that movie. I cannot decide if I like the guy that plays Captain America. Is that Chris Evans? Mm-hmm. I can't decide if I like him. What did you think of New Spidey? I loved New Spidey. New Spidey, New Spidey was, was the highlight of the movie. No reason for him other than be like, yo, here's Spidey. Well, part of it was to like, it was like an FU between the theater companies, right? Or the studios, theater companies. <laughs> between the studios, right? That's, you would know more of the background. Sony that. and Marvel kind so, of a lot teamed up. But like Sony gave it up some, right? They are allowing Marvel to use Spider-Man. Who they own the rights to, even though Marvel the And in return, Marvel is going to lend their characters to Spider-Man 
the and produce Spider Man for Sony. Sony gets all the money. Oh, okay. Not all of it, but I would assume like a, a pretty significant amount, amount of it. it. Yeah, yeah. So they're lending their character, and it, honestly, it's a very smart idea because it incredibly it boosts the visibility and the credibility of the character a significant amount, and as a result, Sony will probably make more money off of Spider Man. But what is? Yeah, true. But they probably is, wouldn't. When have is too many? When is it too many? So superheroes? that is why <laughs> the movie is not good. There's so many. There were too many. You think so? Yeah, there are just too many. There of them. were some great like superhero cameos. Ant Man, Paul Rudd. Also was amazing. I thought. I thought that was yeah. So just funny. like, but the problem is just like, at a certain point it gets old, and I think this was the movie for Fair. me in which it got old. Interesting. It really, that's very interesting to me. Like, I'd now feel no need to really go see a Marvel movie ever again. So, A-O's like, I will. Here's but a I quote. Don't really here's a quote from the A.O. Scott to. review of it. Uh, these are, quote, very expensive, perpetually renewed workplace sitcoms with action. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think it, but it's, but I will say I enjoyed it. In the same way I enjoy, you know, a, frankly, a sitcom like How I Met Your Mother. I enjoyed it. It's very watchable, but like. It doesn't go deeper. Doesn't and anyone, go that's, deeper. anyone that says there's like a moral argument between the two groups is an idiot. Idiot. Uh, also, Black Panther, Black Panther sucked. Whoa. Black Panther sucked. That was the least cool add-on of all time. The tiny little claws. Shing! <laughs> I burst out laughing every time. He yeah, like but he's also got like a bulletproof body. And a lot of funding. <laughs> a lot of funding. Dope funding. A lot of funding. Okay, uh, what would you give it? Six and a half. Wow, that's very low. I have seven. <laughs> half a point higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. It, but I think that that's what the, where the Marvel movies live. It's but like I enjoyed it. They'll never be worse than that. I really, they'll never be worse than I like really a six enjo- and a half. I really seven. enjoyed it. I, I didn't think the writing was good. I thought the action was great. Yeah, it I made me less excited for the Infinity War. I think the Tony Stark character is very overplayed. Tired. It's a tired character. Tired character. Chris, They're all tired characters. That's the problem. Except for the new Spider-Man. That's why they. That's well, That's why they keep having to bring in new and superheroes. And I get Black Panther. I guess Black Panther, but he has tiny fighting claws. So but that movie's gonna be dope because it's being directed by Ryan Coogler. Michael B. Jordan just signed on. Lupita Nyong'o just signed Michael on. Michael Jordan's son. Michael <laughs> Jordan's son. <laughs> son of former NBA legend Michael Jordan. Former former uh, catering legend of Maryland. <laughs> Michael A. Jordan. <laughs> Michael A. Jordan. <laughs> still, the things, the still things I've today, Listen, you had your moment when you thought Michael B. Jordan was Michael Jordan's Man. son. Today, I had my moment with an, an entire, entire cup of coffee poured on me. <laughs> Mine was the mental. I had an entire mental cup of Talk coffee. Talk about a mental me. fart. Where that was, was that? Was at Pick a Bagel. It was a Pick a Bagel. Yeah, that, I, I remember. Still, I put my to, hand still in my to hands. date, one of the funniest moments. For those of, of my you life. who didn't know, I thought I actually thought Michael B. Jordan was. The Michael Jordan. It's like one of those things when you um, are told a lie when you're like six or seven, and then you believe it until you're like 26. You know know how many people like texted me of things they had (laughs) fucked up their whole childhood, (laughs) like later that week. It was amazing. That part of it was amazing. I don't know if I told this episode this when I was at in that that, in that episode. Wow, Um, but there was a um, a kid in my kindergarten class named McPherson. (laughs) <laughs> and I came home from school one day and I said, Mom, I want to have a play date with Big Person. And she was like, whoa, 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 wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, with Big Person more. 
And just because he was taller than everyone for like you six months, I had really thought his name was Big Person. And then not as a Mick punishment, person. she poured an entire cup of coffee. No, and then I became then. decently good friends with him throughout elementary school. I went to rival high schools, and he became super good at basketball. He was an MICDS and a, guy? And a little bit of a douche, yeah. Well, he was a big person. <laughs> big person more. <laughs> Very good basketball player. Sounds like a He went to Georgia Tech. To play basketball? And then sat like really deep on the bench and then transferred to uh, Emory and actually played there. That's cool. But he was like a stat. He was like a stat booster, like an academic score booster for Georgia ba- Tech. Basically, that's cool. That's a dream for me. Is yeah. there anything cooler than being on like a bench of a really good sports program? Well, I would say I was on the bench of like a pretty mediocre sports program for about a month <laughs> at Lehigh. At Lehigh, yeah, same. Yeah, same. That for doesn't me really at count. U, I guess that doesn't count. I would say I was a bench bench warmer, but it was not a good no, football but does, team. And, does anyone have more fun than the NBA players sitting on? On the bench, just that go ham like the the people on the Golden State bench that are just going ham every time Steph Curry. You know what? I was about to say no. It's probably way more fun to be Steph Curry, but like that involves so much more work. So much more work and pressure and stuff. Like not even just work basketball wise, like endorsement work, like event work. Like yeah, you got to be on your game a lot. No one knows who like Leandro Barbosa is. Well, he had a he had a year or two out there where he was on a bad team where he had to play. But but people aren't like coming up to him like. Yo, we need you to come to this charity event. But I also think that's one of the funnier things when you, like, if you're a big sports fan of a team and you identify someone who's never identified. That's I've done that a couple of times. And then they're National. pumped. Yeah, because it, like, never happens. They're, yeah. like, Z-list stars. All right. Uh, we got to move on. We got to move on. This has been a wild segment. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll move on. We'll be back with um, our, I guess, talk over the future of travel and transportation. Don't know how we're going to tackle that, but we're going to. More coffee. <laughs> this is Schmier's the deal. It was the hardest drug I ever did, LSD. <laughs> and uh, I remember as a kid, I was like 16, and I remember they told, warned me, they said, hey, you got to be careful with that LSD on account of you can get a flashback. Ten years can go by, 20 years, 30 years, and a flashback will happen. So I thought, hey, that seems like a good deal. <laughs> you know, you tell me I buy a drug for $5, I eat it, I get high, and then 20 years later I get high again? <laughs> That's not the point. I like to stretch my drug dollar. The point is this. 10 years have passed, 20 years have passed, 30 years have passed, and no flashbacks. What a jip that turned out to be. Just more horse by the big acid companies. That's all it is. Welcome back to Schmears the Deal. We are at Yield Brooklyn Bagel Shop Yield. at Vanderbilt and Prospect Yield Plaza. Still very wet. Covered in coffee. Covered in just absolutely covered in coffee. I smell. I will like say they have a nice provider beans. of like old goods. Nothing. Like, nothing about the store is good. Dude, you just that's kale chips. Know, that's not old the, Jake, goods. Jake, here's the thing about you. Who sells kale you're very, chips? You're very one or zero. You either love a place or you just you're never coming in here ever again. Which is interesting. Yep. And I feel like you're that way about movies too. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of. I'm like a two, one, or a zero with movies. I feel. But like, I agree. But I do agree. I feel with like you. Jungle Book could have been the worst movie of all time, and you would have loved every second of it. No, that's not yes. how it works. <laughs> Jungle Book was a dope movie, it and was that's good. why I liked it. But it wasn't as good as you said it was. I actually had you were blinded. At work, I think a girl came up to me and was like, "Yo, have you seen Jungle Book yet?" It was so good, and I was like, yeah, I did, and I agree with you. 
talk about a lackluster story. Yeah, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's get into a, a slightly more serious topic. Although you seem to think it still has some sort of villainy involved. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. I actually think what we're I talking about the future of transportation. Cool thing. Um, we're talking about the future future of transportation. Nick is Nick. So this is. I'm going to come out. I don't of slightly I, left field here. I don't want to make this all about Elon Musk. Let me just say right, right. From the so beginning. I'm I'm going to I'm going to take it in a different direction. Yeah. I don't think the future of transportation is the hyperloop. I agree with you. I think there are two things that are going to be. Uh, more use well, let's, than the Hyperloop. Okay, so the reason why we're talking about this is the Hyperloop had its first test right. last week. Yeah, I think that's Super a good... Super fast train, the Elon Musk's... Well, it's more than a train. It's like a... It's a pod, It's basically. like a bank bank tube. Yeah, yeah, well, that's how I described it before. <laughs> right. that, it's like, that was like, a, what, a month ago? Yeah, we yeah. talked about Elon Musk and how he's an evil demon. But, uh, it, yeah, it's like, you know, the, when you put the little envelope in the bank tube and it just goes, it just goes whoop, and it's gone? That's like right. what this is, in theory. The problem is they don't know how to stop it. <laughs> I don't know if you read any of those articles. They know how to get it going really fast, but they don't know how to turn, and they don't know how what to stop it. What happened in the test? They're just like, well, they, that's what they did in the middle of nowhere. I, I think they they like they know how to, they know how to stop, but it takes and it, it's really hard to stop, like on location, like you would need to for a station. A train station gotcha. So anyway, they're hoping to get by 2019. They're hoping to get cargo on it by 2021. They're hoping to get people on it. The, From couple, LA to San Francisco, well, and back, that right? was the original idea. There are too many. There's too much red tape in the United States, so they're going to Asia where there's no red tape. Hell yeah! And they're gonna send people in Singapore going like 500 miles an yeah. hour. So and anyway, but it was supposed. It's supposed to be like 25 minutes from LA to San. There Francisco. There is a train already that exists in called Japan. the Magnalev. In Japan or which which one are we talking about? China and I think also and also South Korea. Okay, maybe Singapore. Okay. Um, oh, is this the magnetic one? Yeah, and it's basically the same principle, but with magnets instead right. of just like air. And it, this works. This is a fully functioning. They, these trains exist. They're problems, though. Yes, they have to put fake scenery on the windows because everyone, otherwise, everyone pukes. And they found that out the hard. Yes, way. they found that out the hard way. By the way, it basically has to go directly point to point. Right, right, right. Um, those are the two big things. But, and then the but second, I'm fine with the point to point. The se- I'm fine with that also. Um, the second cool. future, I think, is, and I think this will be much more common and pretty ubiquitous shortly, are autonomous cars. Right. Well, I mean, we've broken that down in a more be in a more specific segment, but just to summarize but what we said, it, yeah, yeah. it basically it's that you can get in a car from anywhere. You can sleep. You can work. You can basically get on with your life while traveling. Right. It's safer. The possibilities are endless, and it's going to change commuting. Pretty much forever. Well, change the world forever. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, but I but I also think if they're able to pull off, you know, a, a bullet train from DC to New York, my dream is to live in DC and work in New York. That's my dream. And right now it's a three hour train ride. It's very expensive. If they could get it down to an hour. I think I could do it. People do that from Westchester every day. Right, but those are those people are maniacs. It's a whole other. Thing. <laughs> my roommate's dad has been doing that for yeah. Actually, my years. My, my grandfather grew up in uh, South Orange, New Jersey. He had like his train buddies. They traveled an hour a day into Manhattan, and that's yeah. That's how they did it. That's just how they did it. But I think that I could see something like that happening with autonomous cars for sure. Yeah, and, you know, and stuff. I think that it changes it changes everything basically. What about what's next for planes? You I, know this what? Is something I, I was think thinking is really about this the other day because. Who was I talking about this with? I think I might have been talking about it on the golf course yesterday. In Vegas? No, I wasn't <laughs> in Vegas yesterday. I was in Westchester yesterday. Nice. Um, 
and we were talking about how yeah yeah it was yesterday and my roommate's dad the one that commutes in was saying that like they're finally making money again well, but but eventually they got to ch- they got to change it up right all right well there there's a couple of things first of all there is there are a few things worse than like bad airline travel like it's the worst thing in the world legitimately few and th- things it's, worse you feel like they don't give a shit about you you could die in a ditch and no one no one cares that's like sometimes how i feel about like how american airlines feels about me that's not how i feel me. about it i just <laughs> That's how I. That's how I, I still think it's miserable, but I think that I'd die in a ditch and they well, wouldn't care. I don't think they would care. Anyway, they would just like throw a pack of peanuts on me and get on get on their whatever they've allotted for me and, and like a coke, and and get on their way. What's interesting is they are not. It seems airlines are not trying to increase speed at all. They're trying to increase comfort and they're trying to increase you know miles per gallon for the environment. But, but like not really even. Well, there no, there have been big advances, and also and also noise. Those are the three. Basically, besides that, not that much has changed since World War II in aviation, which is really really interesting to me. And they estimate it that, costs so well, they, much. They estimate that the amount of people that are flying is going to go up like twenty percent a year, basically, which is crazy, like an huh. insane number. And so that actually surprises me. There, Where did you find that? There's a there's a Gizmodo Gizmodo article I read that also cited a very interesting stat that. People traveling the world is increasing by five percent a year as well, which is fat like leaving to go to other That's countries. That's super fascinating. And the world, the world is getting more and more connected through the internet right. and through technological advancement, and mm-hmm. places are safer to visit than ever. And it's, but it's interesting that they haven't, like, a flight from here to London is six hours, not a huge deal. It really, but a isn't. flight from here to Hong Kong is very it's very long. And I, I am shocked they haven't found a way to improve that i guess i guess they just go for safety over everything else this is safe now all right we're gonna keep this as is i also wonder at a certain point well yeah exactly what that when going at a certain speed you really start to reduce the kind of consistency and safety with which you're able to travel yeah, I know. Oh, I think that it's like I don't really it's know become enough almost about like a cop out. It's like they've perfected what they have now, and they've stopped innovating because there's no incentive for them to. It really is that there, way. There's a lot of money. I think, there's not a lot I of think money you actually in, just like, hit the nail on the head. There's no, there's no incentive, and the U.S. government, the U.S. government is all of a sudden. There are um, advances in that kind of what you're talking about in speed yeah. in the military right, because right. there, there are incentives. Well, and often the military drives technological innovation in the U.S. But right. it's interesting. It seems like America just conceptually overreacts on certain transportation. So, like, when trains were the big thing, everyone freaked out about trains. Trains were, like, the only thing anyone cared about. And then planes came around, and all people cared about were airports and increasing the plane industry. And now you we're know, sort of in a crossroads. Wish, people don't know where to go. I wish that plane travel was as glamorous as it used like to be. Like people still dressed up? Yeah. Like it used to be a like really Yeah, people used to be it used really to be like cool a huge to, occasion to fly. And now it's just like you just dread it more than anything. <laughs> I sometimes it's I flew Cathay Pacific to Hong Kong and it Where was amazing. Fly? Cathay Pacific, it's like the Hong How do you spell the first word? Hong Kong Cathay. Cathay C A Like Cathy? It's like Cathay. Like, <laughs> like Kathy with an A Y, basically. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it, well, it's it's like famously a really great airline. Although people that fly it all the time claim it's going downhill, like all airlines. But it's like amazing. I feel they like, like bring you. They bring you a cup of noodles whenever you like look up. They bring you stuff. It's oh, amazing. Wow. It's so nice. Very nice people. 
Let's get back to the future for a second here. I feel like we drifted into the present there for a yeah, hot because that's or what two. planes have been the present for right. sixty years. Do you think? Years. Do you think in the next ten years it'll change? N- not speed. I think they'll change. In ten like years, s- what do you think the primary mode of transportation will be? The Ooh. same? Yeah, the same. But I but I think it, seating will be different. I mean, there are tons of patents coming out for new airline seats. How do you think you'll get to work in twenty years? Uh, My I, guess is in an autonomous car. I don't. Th- I think semi-autonomous. Because I think that, I mean, we talked about this with the autonomous car thing. The U.S. is set up so against quick innovation. There's so many checks and balances of governmental problems that I can't see it going that fast. I'd say 30 20 years, I think, is a reasonable. I think, so here's what I think. I think I'll be in an autonomous car. Well, I hope I'm in an autonomous car. But I don't think that they'll be ubiquitous quite yet. Yeah, I I think the world is certainly shrinking. I mean, the people traveling I agree. around, that's a really interesting... When do you, What do you think, uh, how do you view the future of space travel? This was something I was looking into. Because you, you, you have to consider that a uh, future part of the future of transportation. Uh, I think it's going to be great until, the, and I hate to say this as someone in the news, until there's a big disaster. I completely agree. And then there are going to be pills passed. And like I think something like an autonomous car, there's way less damage like that they could possibly do than the amount of damage cars already do. Right. But it's not going to be like all an autonomous car crashes isn't going to scare the... All it takes for SpaceX is to screw up one once. time, and it's down the drain. Yep. Well, yes. No, it, it is. That's just how... That's how the U.S. The U.S. is... If you're, I don't know if you're familiar with this term as a non-poli-sci major, but there's the like policeman approach, and then there's the firefighter approach. The policeman approach, which the U.S. does not take, is the idea you consistently adjust your policies and change everything based on a sort of trying to create an equilibrium so nothing bad happens. Whereas a firefighter approach is you just wait for something bad to happen and, and you put you, the fire out you ba- and overreact essentially. Right. And we are n- we are nothing if not, if not <laughs> that. I agree. Which with is that. kind of depressing, but it, it, it hurts the technological advancement of things. Right. Uh, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting. The virtual reality thing is going to be really interesting because in, in terms connect- of travel. Yeah, because well, I mean. If you can travel mentally somewhere, do you need to go somewhere? Oh, I'm not trying to get like, t- but I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> All right, We're t- we got real. Uh, no, I'm serious though, because like, if you can go, like, if if you can put on a headset and legitimately walk around, like, in real time, uh, halfway across the world, do you, when does it when does it become a point where you stop people stop being curious about actually going there physically? I think that until you can really like derive a sensory experience from it. Going to the place will be still, no matter what, infinitely better. Until you're wearing, until you're able to like have walk around somewhere else and also have like a full, like truly, like all of your senses are right, like activated by it. Like until then, I don't, I don't think that VR will be actually being somewhere. Interesting, interesting. Until you can like go somewhere and like hear hear the sounds and eat the food and. I mean, really I, take I hope in that's true. Culture. And, it, and it is hard, it is heartening that so much there is so much more travel now. It and is, although the too much plane travel, I think. I is think that I would love for I trains to become a big thing. Traveling though. is one of the, especially out of the country. What? But that, no, I take that back. No, just no, traveling. No. Period. I agree. Is one of the best ways to just learn. I agree. And it is. I I completely agree with you that the easier it gets, the I, I hope the more kind of open and knowledgeable people become. And that's the other, and let's just, we'll end on this really quickly on this topic, but I mean, that's part of the 
you know, biggest problem, frankly, with like ISIS and other terrorism groups. They make people feel unsafe. They make them not want to allow other people in, and they make people not want to go other places. Which so, is recapping, it's or not scary. recapping, but just like kind of final thought, do you think that we'll see more, what do you think will come first? Advancements on the ground or advancements through train? I guess it's also on the ground, but like slightly different. I just so mean cars, plane, cars versus train. Yep, that's exactly what I'm saying. Which one do you think will see the most advancement in 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 the short term? Ten years. We're saying ten years. Ten years. Cars. I I think I agree, and then I think that trains will uh, overtake well, them. I think it I think that air it depends if there's a technological breakthrough. I think trains. what's going to end up happening is air travel is going to be, aside from the military, relatively extinct. I think you're going to be able to get everywhere on the ground so much faster and more safely that it's just anywhere in the world. I think that eventually. I don't think that's true. But I, I think I think once you're on the continent, perhaps. Perhaps. But if you're crossing, if you're if you're going from the U.S. to Asia, U.S. to one know, day Europe, one day, one day. All right, you want to move on to the final toast? Let's move on to the final toast. Here it is, the final toast. All right, Jake, who are you final toasting? I am final toasting. Y- your pants. Old Brooklyn ye bagel old, shop. Ye old, ye old bagel shop. I will never step foot in the store again. <laughs> And also these pants that are probably just horribly stained at this point. Just, yeah, it's tough. They, they took coffee to you know what, honestly, four, man, your, your pants four out of four quarters. Your, your pants took a bullet for the Schmears of the Deal. For Schmears of the Deal. How about you? Who are you final toasting? Tim Duncan. Did he retire? He has not officially retired. But well, it's I'm just su- it's surprised I missed that. He's not officially retired. But he, he for lost. All, yeah. For all intents and purposes, he's been replaced on the Spurs. It sucks, he has. but LaMarcus Aldridge has replaced him. What a good dude. He's clearly a good guy. That's it. I That's mean, it. I, he's <laughs> no, no, not serious. What else like, to say. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard him say more than six to ten words. You don't need to. His like sad pouty dog. Silent look. but stoic. Or yeah. Silent and stoic. Yeah, not scary. I was gonna. You can't not silent but scary. All right. Well, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on iTunes. And if you have like thirty bucks, forty bucks, new pants. I need some new pants. <laughs> Should we set up a GoFundMe? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and that, that's going to do it for us. Check out the Game of Thrones review. And like we always say, we'll do better next time. And stay toasty out there. This week's Schmears the Deal was produced by Nick Feynman and Jake Seawalk in association with Team Panther Productions. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes, and for more information, please visit SchmearsTheDeal.com.